I just sorry, I just noticed that the the survey. Oh, the survey. I thought they actually already voted. I was like, the season hasn't started yet for the WNBA. They're predicting. <laughs> they made predictions, and I thought it was saying that they already predicted, or that already the two rookies they were gonna have like a dual rookie of the year thing. But uh, those are two rookies that have not start played yet. It's uh, Asia Durr and Arike Ogunbowe. Uh, I can't say her last name. The, her last name? I think you got both of them wrong. <laughs> oh no, it's Arike. A R I K E. Yep. Arike. Yep, that's exactly how you pronounce that. Arike Ogunbowe. You crushed it. I think maybe maybe it's Arike. I don't know. Yep. Yep. I D K. <laughs> yeah, you you do you do you do not U D K. Um. I, f- I feel bad because I laughed at right immediately after you said WNBA. Uh, I felt so. Yeah, well, it's okay. Sorry. You're a terrible, you're a terrible man who lives I'm on the internet. Bad human being. No problem. I'm a bad human being. Cool, man. Well, uh, how you doing, man? I'm all right. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, we got new computers at work today. I got a new computer at home. You uh, did get a new computer. Nobody can see this, but. It's there. It's working. It's smooth. The screen is smaller than my old one. No. Uh, Actually, you had a big one, didn't you? I had a big old. I, well, no, I only had the 15. I had a 15-inch. There was a 17-inch, but I I picked that thing's a fucking monster. But the one I got now is 13-inch. Uh, but it's cool because everything definitely works a thousand times better. It's weird. I plugged. I got the. I got the laptop on Monday. I plugged it in, got it to 100%. I have not plugged it in since, and it's at ninety three percent. Damn! And how much for a normal person? They're just like, yeah, that's how computers work. But I've had my one before this for eight years, I think. No, actually, more than that. I think I had nine years. Long and, time. Uh, that bad boy, you you get you can last a whole three minutes without having to charge it up again. Uh, so that was a blast. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Proud mm-hmm. and happy for you. Cool, man. Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 93 of NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk shit, like a lot of shit, like about computers and pooping. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talk about like who's a cool hang in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We make comparisons. We do puns. Just a lot of, a lot of shit. A lot, it's just so much shit. Um, Nikki and I have been getting back in the in the in the stand-up comedy scene. For those of you who are her interest, I shouldn't say getting back. Nikki's getting back. I just recently started getting up in, in the stand-up comedy scene, and it has been yeah. a blast. It's been an absolute blast. I will say yeah. that doing this podcast has definitely helped. It's definitely, yeah. definitely helped. You get a lot of um, uh, false confidence when you're talking with your friends. That you I already get- had. That that was very much present. I didn't have to worry about that part. Yeah. I am the exact opposite. I think everything I do is absolute garbage. True artist. So it's always a, it's always a yeah, yes, true artist. <laughs> or, or just a real asshole. Like, even oh, when people are like, oh my God, I like that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You, know, you don't know art. Like, hey, <laughs> you don't know I'm art. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did a doodle at work today. <laughs> I did a doodle at work today, and one of my coworkers was like, wow, you're really good at drawing. And I was like, don't you fucking pander me. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm terrible at this. <laughs> but she, apparently she actually liked it. I thought she was messing with me. This is shit. This but, ain't no pa- Picasso. Might as well be a yeah. fucking Jackson Pollock. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, I like, I like Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know the guy's name, but there was a guy that got in trouble like a couple months ago, legit for um, 
he was like becoming a big artist and everyone's like man this guy it's so cool raw and but it kind of looks familiar and then someone just goes he's just stealing basquiat's paintings and that's <laughs> and he got in trouble because pretty much all he was doing was recreating basquiat paintings i think i'm talking about and then fucking just being like yeah i made this i mean he did make it it's like he did a cover a cover of a basquiat basquiat painting which is don't work in the art world just like you can do a cover of someone's joke in the comedy world oh man i i almost did that (laughs) i almost did it this dude told told a joke about like kissing with his eyes open and then i started writing one and i was just like oh no too similar too similar yeah i mean similarities is fine i know that um Jerry Seinfeld and like Brian Regan both have like a real big bit on microwaves for some reason. Uh, and then they didn't steal that shit from each other, but like unique perspectives. You get a little Mencia. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's like a good adjective. You get a little Mencia. Yeah. It's like a descriptive yeah. word. Yeah. Like after a couple, like, after a couple of beers, man, sometimes you get a little Mencia and it's a little, it's, it's too much to handle. <laughs> I'm not really not into yeah. it. Or you get like, uh, cause also like, the people who usually quote other comedian jokes for their own form of comedy are like kind of like bros who like will quote Will Ferrell movies. Right. And that's like their comedic bit is they remember Will Ferrell quotes. Oh, which, trust me. I've got, I've got plenty of guys who are like, oh, I was, Anchorman, do we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. I, I say, yeah. Definitely. When it, every single time it comes out that I went to school for film and that I would like to make a career as a comedian, everybody's like, oh, you, ever, you watch Will Ferrell movies? And I'm like, yeah, Will Ferrell is a millionaire. Of fucking course I have seen his movies. Oh, it's, uh, at, at my job, the quote that gets overused the most by far uh, in a meeting when somebody says something that's like interesting or groundbreaking. Or like not even groundbreaking, pardon me, or interesting for that matter. <laughs> Something that's like <laughs> against the beaten path or like not a really great idea. Uh, the most overused phrase in my office is bold, co- uh, bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how that plays out. Man, yeah, that, uh, that one. It gets so much overused at my job. Um, this is real sad. There is someone I work with who does way too much Borat stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, Borat ran its course three months after the movie came out. Yeah, like right. I, very good movie. Not like Napoleon Dynamite. It just became too big too quickly. So now, anytime someone references either one of those movies, I automatically hate them. Uh, there's Even a couple. Yeah. Nice there's a there's a couple people that I work with that do a lot of the like. Oh gosh, like that type of shit, the like Napoleon yeah. Dynamite shit, or the other. Oh. One, oh my god, dude! My fucking boss recently. So we did like, a, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite candy? He was just like, by far, no question, favorite movie, Nacho Libre, and I like shit my pants laughing. I was like, I, look, great movie, but favorite movie, favorite movie ever, fucking yeah, Nacho Libre. Oh my, oh my <laughs> god, I died laughing. I was like, you got to be kidding me. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> then he started singing songs. When the fantasy ascended, I was like, "Oh shit, this is great." Um, he killed it. He killed it. Oh, it was so funny. Um, uh, real quick, basketball related. There are two players who were number ninety-three. Okay. Yes, two players. Two Here's players. a fun fact: they wore it the same year. And then one of them, one player wore it for three years. One player wore it for only one. 
and they were the same year. And that year was 08. Oh, that's recently. Okay. 93, two players, same one player, year. One player were 06, 07, 08 for the same team. Uh, and then they didn't play in the same team, but the one guy for three straight years was on a team and he had this number. The other guy, one year for the Boston Celtics in 08. That's the only one I'm going to give you, so maybe you'll know. I'm going to say Boston. 08 Boston Celtics is P.J. Brown? That is correct, sir. Yeah, fuck off me, dude. Fuck off me, I'm good. Okay, three then, years was the other one? The Three years. Same team? Yes, and he has two names. <laughs> First and the last? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I mean, like, he goes by two different names. He goes by two different names. Yes. At one point, he had a name, and then they changed it. I don't know if he's ever changed back, but he definitely gets mentioned both ways. A Metal World Peace? Yes, sir. With the Kings? And 08 with the Kings. Damn! Look at me. You gave me too much. Yeah. You gave me too many tips on the last one. You gave I me know. Too the many. last one, I was, like, pushing it. And I was like, oh. I, I knew we had to go quickly. That's why I was, like, pushing them That's fast. Good, man. That's good. Well, welcome yeah. back, y'all. We're actually going to start talking about NBA shit now that Nikki has teased it. Um, yeah. We have to start the conversation. Obviously, it's easy to get into the playoff conversation, but I want to start the conversation today, Nikki, talking about this disaster of an interview that Magic Johnson had on first take with Stephen A. Smith and that white guy whose name I'm forgetting, uh, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman, yeah. Sorry. Ooh, that was yes. a little loud, my bad. I almost said Colin Coward. <laughs> uh, what do you did, say? Coward? Coward? Co- coward? Colin Coward? I think it's, it's just coward. a weird name to say because it's, it's still Coward. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, I almost did another movie quote. It's a real Pam <laughs> Pan situation. <laughs> you caught me. You. you caught me. That's uh, going to be the end of the episode. Almost did another movie quote. <laughs> uh, God, there was a movie quote that I was going to bring out too that often gets overused. At my office, and I couldn't fucking remember. Uh, you, what was the movie you said before Napoleon Dynamite? Borat. Borat. That's the one. Oh my god! I was gonna say Borat jokes are older than Nikki's computer, and Nikki's computer just died. So that tells you all nice. you need to know. Um, yeah. Nice. Ah, fuck. Did it again. Uh, <laughs> I I did it accidentally, just saying nice, but I didn't even. I wasn't even referring to the movie. You set me up, you son of a bitch. Uh, you set me up. You knew I was gonna do it. I work in sales. Natural. Too many movie quotes. Anyways, um, did you get how much of the Magic Johnson interview were you able to watch? <laughs> uh, just like it's any time Magic Johnson gets in front of a camera at this point, I only watched the highlights, and even the highlights were hard to get through. Oh my god, uh, dude! It was so bad for listeners who didn't get a chance to watch it. There's definitely highlights on YouTube and many, many reactions. Um, the way that 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 Magic handled leaving the Lakers made me terrible. It made me lose respect for him. And yeah. this was the last nail in the coffin. Um, yeah. He was dismissive of how bad he was at his job. He was dismissive of the bad moves that he made. He was like, oh, well, we couldn't bring in Julius Randle. He wouldn't have played well with LeBron James because Michael Beasley was a better choice. Good call, yeah. buddy. Uh, he's like, yeah, Robin Lopez, that was a bad call. We definitely should not have done that. And uh, they were like, what about Zubash, man? Like, you trade him to the Clippers for basically nothing. And, you know, he did his thing. He's like, what were his averages? What were his averages? Read me off his averages. It's like, dude, that's not the fucking point, man. You gave up an yeah. asset, a 21-year-old center, and you sent him to the team that uses the same locker room as you for nothing. For nothing. For it was supposed to be a 3 and D or some shit, but they got nothing. They got nothing. They got nothing. Um, then turns out that him and Rob Palenka, not real good buddies, uh, basically threw Rob Palenka under the bus. 
yeah. threw Rob Palenka under the bus for openly. Now, Rob Palenka, be better at email. Apparently, there were some emails being sent about Magic Johnson that had yeah. Magic Johnson CC'd on it. People, uh, I would like to master the CC. In Magic Johnson's defense, that happened to me once at a job. I got a promotion at a job that the regional manager didn't want me to have because she had someone else in mind, and she accidentally CC'd me as she was talking to other people saying how she really does not want me to be in that position, and she will do everything she can to stop me from having the promotion, uh, which was great. And I used, I leveraged that to getting a better job, and as I walked out the door, I did one of those, like, like everybody mad, OT Genesis style, fucking throwing the money gun up in the air saying fuck you bitches you gonna miss me and then i literally went upstairs to a new place <laughs> same building just a floor up moving on up to later the upstairs side uh, upstairs the other thing that like at one point magic was like you know me <laughs> i can't even say what a straight face <laughs> he goes you know me and cookie one of our favorite things to do is to go see the movies on Sundays. And after I got this job, like I had to give that up. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. He also was like, I told Jimmy Buzz, I don't want to do this part time. Like, you can't do no job part time. I, I, it like, was crazy. Like that is stupid. That Why shit. Why would you think that you could do a full time job part time? He's like, they knew I was running multiple businesses, so they knew that I could. Like, I mean, they knew what sort of commitment I could make to it. It's just like, no, dude. I don't think you understood the commitment you were able to make. Now, there's there's a case to be made that like, there's a case to be made that Magic was very upfront about that with Genie. It was just like Genie, like, you know, I run a lot of businesses. So like, I'll help as much as I can, but like, I can't be here as much as you need me to be here. And it's possible that that conversation yeah. happened behind closed if doors. If that conversation did happen, Genie needs to no longer be an owner because that's a she's terrible. She's terrible. She's terrible. Ridiculous. Somebody somebody said, uh, <laughs> who would you rather have running your team? Uh, 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 Peter Dinklage's character in Game of Thrones or Genie Bus, uh, which for the for the Game of Thrones watchers, you'll appreciate that joke. And for those of you, yeah, who, I don't know what the hell that means. Come on, man! I thought you, I'm, I'm, I never thought I'd nah. say this. I missed Tad. Damn I it. only saw the first. So I, I'm actually very proud. Well, not very proud, but I saw the first three seasons of that show, uh, and then stopped watching it. And I was like, well, I've read the books. And I'm not really enjoying the show as much as I thought I would. So I'll just wait until either people are like, oh, what an ending. Or I find out I definitely don't have to watch it. <laughs> and I definitely don't have to watch it. I'm good to go. Thank you for the shot. Like, thank you for the heads up. I think you'll be okay. It was super. This I will was, definitely this was, be okay. This I cannot, awful, awful season. It, it has been wonderful. It's just like when Sopranos <laughs> ended. It's just like when Dexter ended. It's like, it turns out that if you... If you have an hour-long drama show on HBO, end those. <laughs> nobody Wait, knows Dexter, to... Dexter was Showtime, right? Showtime, yeah. <laughs> yes, HBO's not good at ending shows. They're apparently, real bad. They're real Showtime. Bad. Um, yeah, I, just, I can't like any hour-long show that makes it past five seasons. Series finale is always shit. Yeah, like a lot of people always were mad shit. about how The Wire ended too. It's just like fuck, yeah. what the fuck, no resolution. Like, <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Oh, so going back to Magic. So yeah, like apparently him and Rob Palinka, not good buddies. Uh, he kept talking about like how Rob was basically complaining about him and his ability to do his job because he wanted to take his job when the reality is like, Magic, you basically gave him the job. It just made yeah. him look really bad. And honestly, just like 
petty as fuck. Just mm-hmm. so fucking he, petty. The one that I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Magic? He talked about how a big reason he wanted to leave was because he was really adamant about firing Luke Walton, and nobody else wanted to fire Luke Walton. But they fired Luke Walton right after you quit. Like, Why days after? Like if they if nobody actually wanted to fire Luke Walton, the second you quit, they would have been like, Luke Walton's getting an extension. As a super fuck you, if everyone really hated Magic Johnson on those staffs as much as he was making it out to seem, he was doing a real woe is me type bullshit. Like, but it, it, no, it, it was your fault. You knew what you were getting into. You made terrible mistakes. You did stupid things that got you fined. You did stupid things on Twitter and all this other shit. You're the one who decided to quit by fucking telling the world instead of your boss. Like, I'm supposed to fucking type up a two weeks notice thing. This motherfucker just went on national television. Well, not national television, not ESPN. It was just like, well, I give up. And just cable. was like, they could cable. Yeah. Worse than national television. Yeah. Cable. He went to cable television to announce his fucking, the fact that he was quitting. Like, here's, here's a question. And I haven't he- heard anybody else on any other podcast that I listen to ask this question. So I'm proud of myself. Who's worse at their job? Magic or Phil? shit (laughs) who was worse phil wasn't phil wasn't willing to fucking like adapt he was just stuck in his old man ways which i get that that happens yeah Um, but what's what's worse being stuck in your ways or not doing anything yeah not only not doing anything every time you did do something being so public about it that it ended up screwing yourself over yeah, like, or like, or just passing the blame was, on other people. He was straight up Bobby Schmurdering himself and just telling everyone all the stupid shit he was doing. It was like, what the hell are you doing, man? You're gonna get caught if you're literally going on stage. Like, hey, I'm gonna just like try my hardest to give all of my assets away for Anthony Davis, although everyone seems to not be cool with it. I'm still gonna try it anyways. He like, he, he cost him so much money with all the tampering shit. Oh my god! Yeah, now I think I think they ended up paying like almost. I think they end up paying almost $300,000 in fines just from his tampering. Does that, shit go to like, does that shit go to like charities I, or something? Like, I think it goes to, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think it goes to uh, pensions for retired players. Okay. It goes to something good. I think. I think. Because I would say the only way that I would be okay with the like such stupid and blatant stuff getting you in trouble is if it was going to like a charity. It was like maybe Magic Johnson secretly really wanted to fund a charity, so he's just like, I'm gonna keep fucking up so we can send more money to charity. <laughs> maybe but I don't, I don't think, think Magic Johnson would do that. Uh, I also don't think Magic Johnson would know that that was even a thing. Uh, that getting money donated to uh, charities would be an option. Um, well, anyways. Imagine Johnson, you're I don't just I, I wonder how long this is gonna stay in his legacy. Cause he was just like well, untouchable for so long. Yeah. And this definitely like well also like I think Twitter kind of like lets you know that he wasn't he was touchable. Cause like that motherfucker <laughs> is an idiot on Twitter. He's a bad tweet. Like, it sounds really rude. He's a bad tweeter. But God, like how old is Magic Johnson? Uh he's gotta be in his sixties for sure. Okay, because he tweets like he's in his eighties. Yeah, well, let's be. The, the, the internet came in. The the, inter, inter, the internet came to be after he retired. So, he, no, uh, I know, I understand that. It's not a spring but chicken. Like, I mean, our grandparents are in their eighties, and they understand the internet more than him. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen Grandma's Twitter account, so I don't know. I can't. I can't speak to that. 
I don't know about her, but Rapper Carmelo, he's got some fire tweets. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are a little racist, but they're funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I was actually going to say, let's say, let's say all of the events that have happened happened, but also some craziness. The Lakers actually did trade Lonzo, Kuzma, Hart, and Ingram, or whoever the fuck they were going to trade for Anthony Davis. Like that trade went through. And then the Pelicans still ended up with the number one pick. I know. That would have been wild. I mean, it's basically going to happen. Um, although I've, I've heard a lot of people just saying like, yo, like David Griffin's coming in there. And he's got a really good opportunity to prove <clears throat> to uh, to Anthony Davis. Like, hey, this is actually where you want to be. Like, I know you yeah. think you don't want to be there, but you do. You want to be here. Yeah. Like this, this city and this team is about to get really fun. Um, and you're going to enjoy your time here, man. You are going to enjoy your time here because we just got the golden ticket um, and arguably like the most <clears throat> coveted prospect since you. Um, and this person yeah. could legitimately, he could legitimately impact this team today um, and, and make them a playoff team. So I, I think yeah. there's a real case to be made that like he'll stick around or he's just going to be like, look, man, he can do, he can run this the other way too. He can just be like, yo, um, I'm not going to trade you. Guys got your power for it. I'm not going to trade you. So is is he's definitely going to be a center now? Yeah. Well, yes and no though, because I think the good thing about Zion is because he's so fucking thick. Um, thick boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a thick boy. Um, he can. Yeah, I guess he can throw him down at the and the five. Yeah, like he can play the five, which is good because you know then then you don't really have to worry about. AD just getting like beat to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, down low and shit. Uh, I understand that. Because he does, and he also doesn't want to play the position. So now you're also like feeding into that ego of yeah. just like, hey, don't worry, we got Zion. He's gonna play the five, uh, and the four, and the three, and the two, and the one. Um, yeah. he gonna do everything. I'm so afraid that he's gonna be a bust. I don't know why. I just can't help it. Why? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. I, I don't want. I don't want him to. I don't want him to be one. I just. I don't think, what makes you think he would be? Nothing. I have no reason to believe that. I just, in my gut, don't want it to happen because the the draft is a fucking trap shoot, man. And like, I'm concerned that like, granted, his shooting his shooting mechanics weren't bad, and he wasn't a bad no, shooter. He also I'm shot con- better percentage than like Ben Simmons. Sure, 100. percent Yeah, he can't be worse than him. I'm just, I'm a little. I don't know. I don't know. There's just, there's always that voice in the back of my head, just like, oh, well, I really like this kid. I hope he doesn't suck. Um. Anywho, uh, let's talk playoffs. Let's talk playoffs. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, after people just gave up on them when KD went down, have gone on an absolute tear, winning five games in a row. Uh, coming back in three games against the Trailblazers in the series and swept the Trailblazers to make their fifth NBA Finals in a row. They're the second team ever since the 56-57 Celtics to make it to that many finals in a row. Um, Thoughts on the series, Nikki? Any any major takeaways from the series? Let's Let's start on the Blazers side. Was it one or no? It was just one misplaced rib for Damian Lillard. That has to hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, not good. And that definitely has to would affect the way he was shooting because he shot like shit. Yep. As everything was going on, Uh, CJ McCollum really stepped it up, and I was very happy to see that. Um, 
Evan Turner played well. Ennis Cantor played well. Um, Myers Leonard had a really good game in game four. Oh, my four. God, that game four. <laughs> so, somebody, somebody put something on the Ringer, uh, hashtag Ringer NBA Facebook page, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, do the Knicks give Myers Leonard's and uh, Norman Powell max contracts this summer? <laughs> maybe uh, it's quite possible um, um yeah, yeah. I think they played very well i don't think nurkic would have helped them that much for nah, this series not in that series no um but it was nice to see them in the in the western conference finals yeah i, I mean happy to see them i i mean you can go back and look at the tape i definitely didn't <laughs> think they were going to make anything uh, no and we talked we talked about it i think either last episode or the episode prior like to to even be in that position a year removed from from getting swept by the Pelicans who we just talked about who didn't even make the playoffs yeah. this year like yeah. it, uh, what a fucking phenomenal season it seems like Terry Stotts is definitely coming back next year mm-hmm. um and yeah man like I don't know I, I, it, it feels like they just need they just need to run it back with this team man maybe add a couple more shooters yeah um you know or some 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 wing yeah, defenders a la Alpha Rookie Seth Curry was Seth like Curry did a great job. Overall, uh, overall, like they 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 have a they have a cool team. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I, I did hear you three years in a row, dude. I saw that. You know what else I thought was fascinating? Three games in a row, Richard Jefferson tweeted, "The Blazers are up by 17, but I can't help but think that the Warriors are going to come back." Three yep. games in a row, and every game they came back and won. They came back every single time. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, we can just go jump to the Warriors real quick. Yeah, I mean, look, the Blazers were out, man, man. Like, and even in yeah. Dame, Dame being hurt uh, and not being Dame really hurt the Blazers. But like, once again, Steph Curry is like, look, man, oh, we love having KD, but we don't so, need KD. We don't well, need. Him. And remember who I am. Yeah, when KD went down, all of my coworkers, um, they all were like, "Oh, the Rockets are gonna." take it in seven and i looked at one of my coworkers dead in the eye and i said i bet you the rockets don't win one more game because i told him i was like look everyone is acting like that 73 and 9 team isn't still there right everyone's acting like none of those guys are there they've got like six of the guys there well to be which who were younger when they actually were there uh, so they're better now well like also some many that are older yeah, I know. Sean, but Sean Livingston yeah. is basically a nothing. Uh, yeah, got Andrew Bogut, who's basically a nothing. Not okay, that Sean, not, not that Sean Livingston is a nothing, but but then you get Kevon Looney, who's playing a lot better. Kevon Looney's playing a lot better. Yeah, he's uh, solid. Steph is Steph is Steph. Clay is Clay. Dre is Dre. <laughs> and fucking Andre Iguodala is crushing it. He's been really good. It's too bad that he got hurt the other day, but like he's been really yeah, good I think defensively. He's be okay, but I. I said I was like the only thing the Warriors needed was for Kevin Durant to not be on the court on the other team, and yeah. then that apparently that was my but uh, one of my coworkers showed me that was a fucking pull quote from ESPN this morning. <laughs> They're like the Warriors have proved that the only thing they needed was uh, Kevin Durant to not be on the other team. That's, a, I was like, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I was saying. Like the only thing that the Warriors had to worry about was Kevin Durant not playing for the other team because he's the only thing that can stop them. I also think Giannis is on that list i think Giannis could do something against them yeah and, potentially um you did mention Kawhi yeah you did mention something and it needs to be said uh draymond has been playing out of his mind man so fucking good. and it's just like 
you can tell he's taking his shit serious again. Like yes. at at the right time when they needed him to step up, uh, he was a linchpin on the offensive end, on the defensive end. He played amazing defense. Um, just really, really solid in this series. Clay looks good. Steph looks amazing right now. Just like cannot be stopped. And like they are rolling into the finals. Yeah. Um, with with really just like I don't know, just wind <laughs> hair in the wind and just chilling. Um yeah. The one question I did have was like, let's say KD can't come back. Let's say the injury is a little bit more drastic than, than they're letting on, and they win without KD. Is that basically like the end of the KD era? Like, does that just like solidify it? I I think so. I think because he'll he'll be able to still win a fucking ring out of it. They'll get Boogie his ring. Maybe the both of them will go to New York. Probably, not. <laughs> but still, Boogie's, um, Boogie might get paid by somebody. He might. I don't know who would pay him. We could talk about that some other time. But like, yeah, I, I don't like. Like I said, like it was always obvious to me, uh, the Warriors don't need Kevin Durant. Yeah, and they have all these guys that they very clearly can win. Who has been there since day one, and they can give them the money to do shit. They can't. But at the same time, they could be like, "Fuck you to Clay," or "Fuck you to." Actually, no, because it's only Clay and and uh, and Kevin Durant that are like on the book. Well, Boogie, but. No offense, I just don't think the Warriors will pick up Boogie again. They can't afford him. He's no, they won't. they won't. Somebody's going to pay him. Uh, yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. Although the injury definitely hurts him. The injury, yeah, who knows. But yeah, like my whole thing was like, it's either they're going to be like, look, we don't really need Kevin Durant, which they don't. They do not need Kevin Durant yeah. whatsoever. I mean, I know Kevin Durant is the Kevin Durant is the best player in the league right now. I know. Yeah, that. without a doubt. But Kevin Durant, they don't, the Warriors don't need him because they've got like the fourth and the eighth. So, like, they're okay. Not really, but I'm just, not really. But, you know, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Steph and Clay are very good. Draymond and Andre Iguodala are two of the, like, the smartest fucking basketball players ever. Yeah. They're, they're going to be fine without him. So, the Warriors don't actually have to worry about Kevin Durant. But I don't know. Knowing the Warriors, they're going to figure out a way to get all of them made and somehow LeBron James is going to show up. Yeah, I will say like just like it's a ridiculous thing to say like oh, the Warriors don't need KD. Of course they fucking do, man. Like of course they fucking do. Every team needs KD. Yes, you know exactly. Out of, all the, out of every team in the NBA, who is the one team you can legitimately say without Kevin Durant they'll still be fine? Yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is the fact that KD is out. However, uh, it it makes them fun to watch again because mm-hmm. and this is no this is not a slight at Kevin Durant by any means but like there are times and frankly like the Warriors need this out of him a lot of times but like there are times where they're just like Katie go get us a bucket as yeah. opposed to like the very fluid offense that they ran before KD came in and where there's a lot of running a lot of screens a lot of handoffs um yeah. like now Steph Curry runs a 5k Every game, you mean a marathon, bitch? Like, uh, yeah. you kidding me? That man is doing laps upon laps. No wonder no team can like keep a lead. Whoever's their main scorer has to spend most of the time fucking gar- running in circles with Steph. Well, that's where like these these next shit by the third. That's where these next matchups are going to get really interesting. Um, and I guess we can kind of transition into like the Bucks Raptors series, which is now tied up at two two. At the beginning, we thought, well, shit. The Bucks are destroying them. They are giving it to them handedly. 
Um, and then the Raptors, they they go on a they they go out and they and they win two, um, the double OT thriller on Sunday, um, and then the absolute shellacking on Tuesday night. Um, yep. I think they ended up winning by, they, I think they won by fifteen, but nonetheless, yeah, I think twenty. I yeah, actually, you no, know, I think it was twenty. One thing yeah. that that is interesting to point out, and I hadn't really realized, it just like just watching the games. It's an, it's a really even series because the home team has won every game. Um, and I was about to say that because I was about to look it up just to double check. Yeah, they won one twenty to one hundred two, so that's eighteen points. Woo. But overall, I'm looking at all the Raptors games. The Raptors aren't very good on the road. So, no, no, and uh, the Bucks are really good at home. So it's just it's an inter- it's an it's an interesting series thus far with that. Kawhi got hurt in the last game, and you could tell like noticeably he was limping. I think he had a quad injury, which is you know an injury that he's had in the past. Um, hopefully, it's not lingering. I will say yeah. this, like. It's an even series, and like Pascal Siakam played amazing in round one and two, and hasn't really been that in this round. Yeah, if they can get but like one Pascal Siakam game, Ibaka stepped it up the last couple of games. True, Ibaka's been playing well, but like Siakam's been the number two player on that team for the majority of the season, and and throughout the playoffs, even though Kyle Lowry is really having a good series, if they can get like one Pascal Siakam game, because here's the thing, yeah. like I can't say they figured out Giannis, but like since putting Kawhi on Giannis and double teaming him because like the guards for the Bucks have just been lackluster. Like Bledsoe's been trash. Brogdon hasn't but been good. Brogdon's been good. It's just, he's, you know, kind of coming back from injury. George Hill's been the best one that they've had. And even George Hill's yes, like, he's good, not great. But like now because the guards are not playing well, they're able to double Giannis and primarily have Kawhi guarding him. And because of that, the last two games, they've kind of put him in check. Yeah. Um, now, granted, he still yeah. dropped like twenty five the last game, but like yeah, and he also the game before that had like twenty three rebounds or something like that, but he only scored fourteen. Right, and that's the thing is like let if you let him get his, but nobody else is getting any, then that's how you win. That's yeah. that's how you get the W, and that's just like that's just solid game planning. Um, what I was saying is that like the series is really interesting. I guess in, in your opinion, has the momentum shifted? Like, do the Raptors now have the momentum going into Milwaukee for Game Five? Nope, I don't think so. Yeah, and I think it gets back to like the whole like the home teams have won every game so far. The home teams won every game. Um, and the first two games in Milwaukee were not at all close. Not like even the first game wasn't that. They were now the first game the Raptors were winning like for three straight quarters, but then they just died out halfway through the third yeah, quarter. They, they gave up the, that game. Bucks just came in through. They destroyed them. Uh, the second game, the third game, as you already said, went to double overtime. It, this this last game is literally the only game that it was for sure a Raptors win. Well, it was two for sure Bucks win, and one we went into double overtime. Here's the only thing I'll say on for sure Bucks wins. Game one was the Brook Lopez game, and if Brook Lopez doesn't pull that game out of his ass, they lose that game. Yeah, like that is not a typical Brook Lopez game. Um, no. Now, granted, like that team is constructed so that he's able to do that, um, and he's been effective for them all season, not, not to that level of production, but like has been effective all season. Um, like there's a case to be made here that the Raptors should be up three to one. Like there's a real strong case that the Raptors should be up, which is why I still feel confident that I will not be dressing up as a deer. Uh, and that Tad will be dressing up as Barney. I've decided he's going to dress up as Barney. Uh, if, if they lose, um, but it's been a really entertaining series. Marcus Saul's been playing really good. Like, it just overall, like I just really hope Kawhi is not hurt because it's really going to put a damper yeah. on on that series. Um, yeah. I also feel like Toronto is a 
stronger matchup for Golden State specifically. Like when you look like for like and the depth that they have coming off the bench, like I genuinely like their depth um, going up a Golden State because you can throw a Siakam at a KD. You can throw Kawhi uh, at somebody. Or, like you could throw Kawhi at KD. You can at throw KD. Siakam at like at uh, at, uh, right at Draymond. And throw uh, fucking Kawhi at Steph. You could throw Kawhi. Kawhi at Steph. You could throw, or you could like Kyle Lowry will get in a motherfucker. Like you can throw Kyle Lowry at Kyle at Steph. You can throw just, I, uh, me if I'm game planning. Like if I'm yeah, and if I'm Nick Nurse, like I'm putting KD or I'm putting Kawhi and KD, assuming mm-hmm. KD comes back. If KD doesn't yeah. come back, this becomes a very interesting matchup to me because yeah. now not only does Toronto have depth, they also have size, um, which without KD the Warriors drastically lack. Like you're, you're now relying on, on Draymond and Kevon Looney to basically play the majority of your minutes at center. And now those two are going to have to go up against guys like Marcus soul, Serge Ibaka. Like they've, they've got some depth, uh, Greg Monroe, even like, I mean, he'll get you points here and there, but like, you know, he'll, I mean, he'll get minutes. He's been getting minutes throughout the playoffs, but, um, the yeah. after that Raptors team, man, and I think they're picking it up at the right time. And I, I still feel like they're going to come out on top this series and I'm really looking forward to the finals matchup because like it's going to be fun to watch Kawhi against the Warriors who's the team that basically injured him um, yeah. the the depth on the Raptor side going up against like you know the the, the strength of of the Warriors with or without yeah. KD um, I'm really really looking forward to that series I don't give a shit because I'd much rather watch Giannis keep playing sure and and most people would and there's I mean like he's been he's playing really well and like He's oh, averaging yes. like 36 points or something. He's been like great. That. The thing is, like, Giannis has been playing great. They just, like, they just haven't hit threes. Like, if they were yep. hitting threes, if they were hitting at all, um, they'd probably, they'd probably be up 3-1 at this, at this rate. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, this is something, like, after the first game with the Celtics, is, like, the Bucks had two terrible shooting performances. Sure, sure. And, like I, get, like I said, terrible shooting performance, and they still ended up in double OT for game three. Right, I, I, I think I'm not gonna act like the Raptors aren't playing well. It's just like based on everything that's been splayed out in front of my eyes, I still think the Bucks will be like winning. I think it's gonna. I still think it's gonna go to seven. Yeah, it's very possible. Which sucks because the Bucks have home field or home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that if trend continues, one, game six the Raptors win, and then game seven the Bucks win. I'm good with it. I don't give a shit. I'll dress up as a deer, sexy deer. Dude. Especially if it means we're going to get good basketball because it has been a fun series to watch. Oh, yeah. It's heavy, heavily competitive. Heavily I didn't get to watch game four, which is fine by me because it was an ass whooping. But I watched the other three games, and they have been fun games to watch. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, a lot more fun than the Warriors uh, versus Trailblazers one because that was – Yeah, that was – it was rough to watch, especially just like yeah. going up 17 and losing. Um, oh, so you yeah. wanted to talk about one more topic before we wrap up today. So I'm going to let you mm-hmm. go ahead and introduce this idea, this topic, and we're going to go ahead and discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can do it again next week. By the way, if anyone hasn't noticed, RIP Tad, he's out in Europe or some shit. I don't know. He's like – I don't know. He's white girling it up in Europe. <laughs> um, so he's out in France, good, drinking rosé, sitting on we a day. Perfect. You just said France. Uh, the all defensive teams were were uh, announced for one and two. The first team and second team all defense. Uh, for I'm going to start off with the second team. All second team is Drew Holiday, 
Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard. And then the all-defense first team is Rudy Gobert, France, Paul George, Marcus Smart, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Eric Bledsoe. Hmm. Those are the... First, I want to know thoughts on, like, obviously, like, if we... Because I remember as soon as we came out, Jay, you texted very quickly. Miles Turner got robbed. Oh, I can't believe he didn't make at least a second team. He he was arguably defensive player. He was a defensive player of the year candidate this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like top five in defensive player of the year and didn't even make an all-defensive team? Now, that's not saying shit because a couple years ago, Marcus Saul didn't make any of the all-defensive teams, and he won defensive player of the year, which is fucking ridiculous. But yeah. No damn sense. Just like, um, yeah. But yeah, so the, the Miles Turner one. I don't think anybody else personally like got screwed at all. There's always think, a case to be made for Pat Beverly. There's always a case to be yes. made for PJ Tucker, for Jimmy Butler. Also, yeah. Um, but I think the guys that are in these things played better than those guys you've said this. I year. had I had a little issue with the Marcus Smart one because he was injured a decent amount this season. Um, yes. he's definitely one of the better defensive players, if not one of the best defensive players, perimeter defensive players in the league. Um, and has been for, for, for a long time. I just, you know, granted uh, I'm biased. He's a Chicago guy, but like, I feel like Pat Beverly, I think he got a short end of the stick, maybe not first team. Um, but miles Turner, 100% should have been first team all NBA. It's crazy. Yeah. To me to make that team. So I guess the they don't do it by position. Do they do position? Not really. Sort like it's supposed to be three court. perimeter players and like two front court players. Yeah. So like you know, but still, like even on the second team, like look, Joel Embiid is great. Miles Turner was better this year. Yeah, Miles Turner was better than Joel Embiid this year. And if you don't, if you don't want to give Miles Turner the nod on the first team because you got Rudy Gobert, who's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year, that's fine. He should have been on the second team. It's, it's crazy to me that he didn't make the second team. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with that. I think Miles Turner did have a great year. Um, I'm okay with everyone else on the teams, but, uh, the other thing I wanted to do that I wanted to bring up is let's have a little, little mini debate, uh, between the all defense first team and the all defense second team, who would win in a scrimmage? Yeah. See, now when you asked me that question before we started, I was just like, Oh, first team, no question. They got Paul George. They've got fucking, uh, Giannis. They've got, uh, Rudy, like that's a solid three right there, yeah. and two two way stars. Yes, but, but then you read off the lineup on the second team, and I'm like, oh, and that team has hold three on, stars. hold on, you got Embiid, you got Clay, you got Draymond, and you got Kawhi. Oh man, and Drew Holiday. Thank I mean, Holiday, yeah. Drew Holiday. The big thing here is because the all defensive first team, they really kind of get screwed for having Marcus Smart on there. Right. That big- Bad call, guys. Bad call. I mean, obviously, this is purely based on defense. And it would be fun to watch this game go like 67 to 68. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like but a college game. It would be like that UConn-Butler yeah. game. It's like 47-49 is the final. Uh, it would be like when we were kids and we would go to our, cous- our little cousin's basketball games. They were like, Six-year-olds, so the final score was like six to four. <laughs> Three to nine. <laughs> we, we watched two hours worth of basketball, and the final oh, score God. was six to four. And they were so going bad. by twos and threes. It was uh, bad. But they were kids. It was, was like, bad. What else is bad? Uh, um, but yeah, that, that would uh, – yeah, not, not, not the best. Uh, but yeah, I, those I think legit – I think that the second <laughs> would be able to win that shit. Oh, for sure. They've just got way more two-way stars and like – Granted, the matchups are fun. Like Rudy versus Joel oh, Embiid, that's a fun matchup. You know, you Marcus throw Kawhi. 
like and you throw then, Kawhi against Paul George, that's Paul a fun matchup. You throw Marcus Smart up against probably Clay, maybe yeah, Drew Holiday. Eric, Eric Bledsoe on Drew Holiday. Yeah, you probably do Eric Bledsoe on Drew Holiday. Which means what will probably actually happen if the Bucks make it to the finals, Draymond would be covering uh, Giannis. Now, right. I know if, if Kevin Durant's fine, then yes, he would actually be also covering Giannis. I don't know. I think they still – I was thinking about I that think matchup too. I think they still Draymond. put Draymond on Giannis. Like I really do. Yeah. Um, ultimately, you lose that matchup. It doesn't really matter who you put on him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, you can sag off for – this is why I still think the Raptors are a better matchup Against them Actually, than the Warriors. Quick like, you just off yeah, and and for the all defensive second team, you could actually just put Kawhi on Giannis, like they've been doing these last True. two games, and then have Draymond go up against Paul George. Draymond can definitely take Paul George. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, um, I think I still pull for for the second team on that one. Yeah, likewise. I think I the just, second team. I was just thinking as you were talking about like the kids' like low scoring games, the audacity for these parents in the fourth quarters. To start a defense, defense chant is I mean, ridiculous. It's literally just been defense. Stop asking yeah, for more defense. That's why the, it was well, again. They were kids. I understand they are kids. <laughs> they, were kids. they were like, I think they were like eight. It was eight year old kids. So I understand. Dude. But it was like the championship game. <laughs> the final score was twelve to eight. God, no, like twelve to eleven. I think it was literally a game-winning free throw. Nail biter. Okay. Uh, when I'm a dad, I'm gonna scream, "Dunk it, dunk it, dunk it, dunk it!" And be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Four for the eleven. You can man. do it, dunk it, Denise. Oh my god, fucking ridiculous. Uh, what else we got today? Anything else we want to talk about? Um. I don't know. I don't think so. Not much happened. Juwan Howard got hired by the University of Michigan. Shout out. I knew oh, he was gonna get yeah. a job. I knew he was gonna get a job. In all honesty, w- way better than being hired by the Lakers. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Michigan Michigan University has not been shit for the last ten years. No. They're gonna continue to uh, and also he's got the Fab Five lineage, like he's gonna be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. That's pretty awesome. He could just like walk in the door and like Every all the teachers will be like, "Yo, oh my God, how went here when you were here? How much you want to bet? Like half the scene's gonna be like, "Yo, yeah, yeah. you know Chris Weber, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Chris Weber, cool. Yo, 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 yo. I heard you guys don't talk anymore, but like, can I get his number? Like, do you mind? I love him on TNT. He's great. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, real quick, this does have to do with basketball. Uh, so my roommate Bob, for those of you the listeners, you have heard his voice before. He has been on here before. One episode, uh, one episode. But Bob doesn't know much about basketball. No, nope. but he's been watching it a bunch with me because of the playoffs and like they're on all the time. It is wonderful now because when a game is about to happen, Bob will be like, "Oh, there's a game. What channel is it on?" And I'll be like, "ESPN," and he'll just go, "Fuck," because he hates the ESPN announcers. He loves. TNT announcers. How could you not? Obviously, he loves like Chuck and I mean Chuck Shack and the fucking halftime report with all of them is amazing. Uh, those it is perfect every time. It doesn't make any sense that any of them are actually allowed on television, but it works beautifully every time. And then like Reggie Miller and, and Chris Weber are completely fine. And uh, why can't I think who's the one that always goes with them? Is it? Ooh, who does it with the TNT? I don't care. Is it Marv Albert? No. 
Uh, Marvel, uh, he does some, not often. Kenny Harlan is the other one. Harlan, that's what yeah. I was thinking. That's yeah. the one who usually does yeah. it, uh, Kevin especially Harlan. now. Yeah, Kevin Harlan, not Kenny. Yeah, not Kenny. Uh, Kenny the Jet Smith. That's right. Kevin the Mike Harlan. The Mike Harlan, the voice Harlan. The voice. That's a good one. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> shout out to TNT for being amazing. Uh, ESPN, step up your game. Yep, too bad they got the finals. Cool, man. Let's plug it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nikki Palooza. Cool. And you can follow me at uh, J underscore Kilas on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, it's my first time being able to say this. If you want to catch me, I'm going to be doing some open mics throughout the Chicagoland area. Um, I will be at the Beer Belly Open Mic at North Bar uh, on Thursday, uh, May 24th? 23rd. 23rd. Thank you. My dates are wrong. Um, yeah, I'm not getting paid, but if you want to see some open mic stand-up comedy, um, check your boy out. See him in his uh, not-so-natural habitat. I think you'll enjoy yourself. Uh, you'll also see potentially Matt Reed, former former co-host of NBA. Yeah, I'll say for, uh, fair warning for everyone who wants to go. If you've never been to an open mic, the longer they go, the more depressing they are. So be it's, careful. It's true. It's true. When they start saying, what else? What else? What else? What else? That's, yeah. that's never a good sign. <laughs> one, one, two in the morning doing an open mic. And it's like three. It's almost three thirty. And everyone's just like, dude, just hurry up. So I can go to bed. Yeah, I don't even want to be doing this anymore. That's when the sad jokes come out. Uh, you can follow NBA uh, at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please don't give throw it up. I was going to say, please don't give the podcast a five star rating. That's not what I meant. Uh, please don't forget to give the five the podcast a five star rating. Fuck me. Uh, we greatly appreciate it as it would help us get up in the rankings. I think I recently saw we're like number fifty in Ecuador. Shout out to Ecuador. Uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, R.I.P. Ted. R.I.P. Um, Get your white girl on. The spirit in the sky of Europe. Um, yeah, man. All right. Well, this has been NBA episode 93, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk about shit. Uh, for Nikki, for Jay, again, this has been NBA, and we are out.